that better? Pull it a little towards me. Oh, far there we go. This yeah. way, like that? Is that what you want? Come in on the back door, bro. Okay. <laughs> Not everyone, because there was a woman on the other side of the room who said, Trump's ally, like right after I said that. And when she said that, I was like, what the fuck? Because I didn't realize I had misspoken. And I was like, what a clear fucking question I just asked. And because I said Russia, you're going to be a bitch about it. Why? Like, why does it have to be like a race issue? Why can't it just be like 50 years ago today? Someone stepped in the fucking moon and we put them in the upper left. Yeah. All right, we're live. We're going to get up. We're going to get up tight together here uh, in the. <laughs> we're going to get wicked close, baby. Yeah. Yeah. So I've never, I've never felt this close to you before, Donovan. No. And that's not. Well, yeah, that's not bad. So it's not terrible. <clears throat> here we are. Thank you for joining us. All to the streets pre-show episode 60. Seven. My name is Donovan. I'm Colin. And we are happy you are here. Thank you again for joining us. Um, we are obviously doing the pre-show just a little bit different today. We're both wearing white tees, which is whoa weird. Um, I'll throw some cameo on if you want. Got we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> um, <laughs> it looks weird. You know what I'm saying? It does. Um, so... And I didn't wear a tank top under my shirt today. It's just a, it's a double white tee day Uh-oh. is what I got going It better on not this, get so. too hot, man. Might have um. a little wet t-shirt contest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, if that's not a welcome back to the show, guys, yes. uh, I don't so. know what is. <laughs> <laughs> so again, thank you for joining us. Um, we took a couple weeks off so we could get some stuff done. I couldn't help but notice there's a stunning lack of bear in both of our fridges, so... There wasn't a bear that was discovered. It doesn't look like, but um, you had a good time and you saw some cool shit, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, it was good. Actually, I think uh, since we talked about it on the podcast, I'll go ahead and uh, post some of the pictures I took from up on Hive where I was for the on the Salt and Streets Instagram. Yeah. Word. Um, so, obviously. Fucking gorgeous, though. Yeah. We where were you at? You said you were like pretty close to Canada, right? Oh, dude. Up yeah. There. I was up in a... The Colville National Forest, which is about as far northeast as you can go in the state of Washington. Did you pee in Canada? No. Mm. I mean, it was a little ways away still. Oh. We were probably 20 miles. Oh. Maybe. All right. But I, mean, I definitely saw I into Canada. this time. I saw a Canadian military plane that flew over. Which, question mark, why are they in U.S. airspace? <laughs> What's going on here? Maybe the angle from what I saw them, maybe they were technically in there. Welcome, Bolsey. Thank you for joining us. It's a Case uh, Bolsey? Yep. Case oh, Bolsey. what up, Case Bolsey? Case Bolsey. Thank you. Uh, uh, Case Bolsey, I don't know where you're at or what you're doing, but you better have your fucking hammer on you. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. You know, I asked him about that this week, so that's really funny because he... He showed us during the draft, right? Yep. Like, and I didn't really ask about it because I was doing other shit. But then when I saw him at work this week, I was like, "What is the deal with this hammer?" Yeah, you go. Um, and I guess he got lucky by having the silver one and not one that's like purple with like flowers or yeah. some such shit on it, which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah, because that's um, traditionally so. Like the way it works in cowboy like, times. Yeah, and like a lot of these little secret society fraternity type things you know yeah, what i mean yeah. there's like an initiation period and part of your initiation is like you have something and if it's like a relatively manly fraternity mm-hmm. then it's usually it's like frou-frou'd all to hell to make you super embarrassed and you have to carry that thing on your person 24 7 yeah because if anybody else in the fraternity comes across you at any point they will challenge you to to see where it's at and make sure you have it on them and if you don't 
big problems. Usually yeah. a very expensive beer run for a lot of people. He said it's a bottle. He's going to buy a bottle. Oh. Um, and I'm sure that there's some type of like, uh, you know, it's got to be at least this good. Definitely. Or, you know, or else don't even bring that shit over here. But. Yeah. I don't want anything unless it's been aged for 10 years. Okay. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, but he showed me there's like a, like three different screwdrivers in it or something like that. And it's oh, it yeah. seems like it could be a useful tool. Oh, know? probably. The hammer itself is small, but it could be. Yeah, it it's like one of those. Uh, God, it sounds so sexist when I say it, but you know what I'm talking about when I say this is those like, um, you know, the little tiny cute toolkits you can buy for like your wife yes or something like that and has like this tiny dinky little hammer in it yeah you're like i don't know what would you use that for hanging a picture frame i think that's the only thing you could use it for a little tack hammer like that yeah, yeah it's, it's it's like useless. it's very very limited in its use but i mean you could beat a motherfucker with it we have as as i've you know built more stuff and like bought all these tools we have like a couple different sizes of hammers in my house like three or oh, four yeah. and from a tack hammer all the way to like this framing hammer that i that i got when i was building the room and jordan will hang a picture with she's better at hanging shit on the walls than me so i'm not talking shit this is not at all she's good at hanging shit on the walls but the last time like i've seen her use like my framing hammer for like tiny shit you know uh-huh. i'm like we have a hammer specifically for this job. Like that's it's what it's made for is this. And she's like, this one works just fine. I'm like, you got me fucked up. Like that's crazy. But it's- that's all right. I ain't gonna give you no shade, Jordan. I have one hammer. It's a big ass fucking framing hammer. I have two of them, but they're the same size. Yeah. I use that shit for pounding in the tiniest, tiniest little things to the big ones. It's effective. You know. She's just got more skills. She can she can make a giant ass tool work on something small. She got it done. So that's like all that really matters. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but uh, before we continue, I need you to tell everyone here in the pre-show what you ate before I got here today. Because all I've seen you drink is beer. Which, yeah, I which mean, at delicious. least it's 1230 this time. Yes. And, yeah, what do we drink? We're drinking the super... No, what Dusty Fuzz. Space Fuzz or something Space like that? Fuzz. I don't remember what yeah. they called it, but this is the half and half, and it's fucking delicious. It's mm-hmm. like one of my favorite beers. It half, might be my favorite. Half Space Dust and half Super Fuzz. Yeah, it's great. But uh, I think I had the same breakfast today that I did last time we recorded with those Kodiak Jacks protein cakes. The man cakes. Yeah, and some man bacon. Cakes. Man cakes. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had pancakes in a long time. Dude, they're so good. Jordan's a huge pancake fan. Like, loves pancakes. It's hard for me to eat them a lot because it's just, it's like a shit ton of like shitty carbs. I had Plus an experience. Plus, just douse it in sugar. Yes. Um, I had an experience when I was a kid where we were staying at a KOA. Um, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, KOA campground. Yes, yeah, and I don't know what KOA stands for. I don't like off the top of my head. Yeah, but, um, yeah. There's like little cabins that you can rent, and you can like park your RV there. You can also just camp there, and there's like a little like a. I think at this one there was like an arcade and a like a whatever campgrounds of America. There you go, that's, campgrounds that's, with a K. I was I was camping doesn't have a K in it, right? I don't. Yeah. That's just um, they're really clutch for like if you got if anyone's interested in like the road trip camping. Yeah. So instead of like doing hotels because they're yeah. scattered through all all throughout the country and they're America. very popular and they have all sorts of utilities and shit you can use. When it's, Kaylee it's and nice. Scott when they moved to Florida, they drove there and they stayed at different KOAs across the country on their way to Florida. Is this gonna be? 
This is going to be their first hurricane in Florida? Yes. Oh, dog. Yes, and I guess when they went to the store, they bought a bunch of like perishable food, like like <laughs> shit that goes in the fridge. And so then they were like, oh, we should probably buy non-perishable food. Yeah. It's all gone already because, and they're like, oh, we're stupid. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so anyway, so They'll we learn. were staying at this KOA. They had a pancake breakfast, and I got these pancakes. And I had to be... I'm sure this isn't correct because we talked about this last time, but I was yeah. probably like eight or nine years old, and that's, I'm sure that's not like what it was. But that's funny. Um, Here, pull this thing a little farther out. And that that better pull it a little towards me. Oh, far there we go. This yeah. way, like that. Is that what you want? Come in on the back door, bro. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so they had this pancake breakfast, and I got some pancakes, and they just—I don't remember what my beef was, but I didn't like them. I wasn't trying to eat them, and we were mm-hmm. with my mom and like uh, our family friend Susie and her kids, and fucking Susie made me eat these pancakes. Like I couldn't go outside, I couldn't do anything. I had to stay in this cabin until I ate them, and they were we like ate breakfast in like a like a, a, a like a not in our cabin so she why she made me bring them back to the cabin for me to sit in there and eat them and i like went outside and like pretended i was just gonna air and like spit them out and stuff like that and she i was fucking nine years old so she totally knew what was up and went outside oh, yeah. i found them and called out and like all this shit and for years i didn't eat pancakes like for fucking years well, yeah, i did not a eat them traumatic yeah experience. i was just like i'm fucking so i still don't really fuck with them like i will eat them sometimes but definitely not a plain pancake like there's got to be a chocolate chip pancake i'll fuck up you know but i also just don't really fuck with pancakes and that you fuck with waffles yeah all day i'll, <laughs> I'll fucking eat waffles all the time but I love a pancake it. in particular i just don't someone yeah. got us a waffle maker as a wedding present and we've used it like so much for waffles are fucking bomb and they're huge they're huge fucking waffles Mm -hmm. out of this thing yeah you you don't need more than one it's a strong quality waffle maker strong is a cuisine art um if not i'm gonna start questioning your wedding guests yeah i'm not sure what the brand is jordan probably knows she uses it more consistently than i do Um, is it one of those ones that you flip and rotate oh yeah that's some that's some heavy duty that's some high quality waffle making yeah and once you put it in there you close it and then you like the handles are like this and it closes like this snaps in then you know to flip it there's a little light on there that says you know i'm ready so you flip it and you're like all right cool cool fucking holiday in quality bro yeah yeah it's good it's a good pancake i fuck with it Alex got us for it. Trenton's ex-girlfriend, Alex. It's, I need to know what the brand is, babe. What's the brand of the waffle maker? <laughs> if it's not Cuisinart, Colin is going to be disappointed in us and in Alex. His approval <laughs> on what on what this is. It's such an important factor. Yes. So I want to talk to you about something um, that I heard this week and use it as a bridge to kind of discuss a larger opinion that I feel of mine that may not be clear, right? Okay. And you can also use it to discuss your opinion of if you want. The fact that so, you think Russia's an ally, not an enemy. God, wasn't that <laughs> terrible? Wasn't that terrible? We were... Yeah, we'll talk about that later if you want. It is a quiz in art. It's, it is. It is. High quality. <laughs> your friends love you. Yeah. That's what that means. Yes. Yeah, she does. <laughs> the measurement of a friend's love is the dollar amount out of a wedding present. Um... So, yeah, we went to – oh, it is – just kidding. She said it as Quisenart. You're right. I fucked up. I didn't read it right. So, yeah, we went to the town hall, and I got to ask a question about Russia, and I accidentally called them an ally because I'm a fucking idiot. Dude, um, no, it was so – everybody yeah. at least knew what you meant. Not everyone because there was a woman on the other side of the room who said, Trump's ally, <laughs> like right after I said that. And when she said that, I was like, what the fuck? Because I didn't realize I had misspoken, and I was like – 
What a clear fucking question I just asked. And because I said Russia, you're going to be a bitch about it. But I am an idiot and I said something wrong. So either way, she still was obviously very like quick to judge. You oh, know? Excuse me. Um, but I feel comfortable that Dara Kilmer understood what I did. Oh, yeah. You know? but, um, yeah, because I was sitting up in the front and you guys were kind of standing off in the, the wings. Yeah, that place was packed late. as shit. And yeah, dude, I had like I had three seats saved up front. And then somebody came in and bogarted them when I wasn't paying attention. Like and then bitch. all of a sudden, there was like a bunch of random seats missing. And they were like, oh, hey, guys, we got two empty seats up here. We got over here. We got over here. And I was like, damn. Assholes. But nobody ended up sitting directly next to me. I think I scared everybody off. I was all fucking dirty and stinky from working out in the sun all day. Yeah. People just didn't want to sit next to you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, don't have room for their fellow man. So... <laughs> So this this thing, right? I was listening to probably the fucking New York Times, the Daily, because they have mm-hmm. so many fucking ads in that show now, right? So many. Um, which it's is, the only way they could stay afloat. Yeah, it's really irritating. Um, a subscription call out every single episode. Now. Every episode. Yep. Um, so one of the things I heard was a ad for a show on Fox, right? And I don't even remember what the name of the show is, but Mm -hmm. in the show, one of the things they used as a selling point was they had the largest trans cast in television history. Like, that was a reason that you should watch this show. And so I was discussing it with Casey, and I was like, so this bothers me, right? Not because, and this is what I want to use to clarify, right? Because it's like a a disapproval of a phrase like that that will instantly turn someone to be like, oh, well, you hate trans people. Mm -hmm. And I don't, right? And I don't want to use like the, oh, I have black friends thing, like, like... I got, I got all, I got family members that are gay. I used to go to gay pride all the time when I was a kid. Like I don't have even you don't judge people of based with, off of stupid, it just, you know, little it things that fucking matter, don't matter, right? To the point that I'd like, it, you know, if not even to the point, but like it, I'm not someone who's gonna not address someone by like their preferred pronoun. If someone's like, hey, like I identify as a woman. That's what's up, you know. Like especially if you have transitioned to the opposite sex, like I'm not gonna continue to fucking call you a man because that makes you a dick, right? Is to like get you kicked off Twitter, man. <laughs> it's, You're dead naming. It's, it's it just in, like if you do it in a personal interaction with mm-hmm. someone where a woman has tr- or a man has transitioned to a woman fully and you're still going to call that person a man you're an asshole you know like you're you're just a dick and yeah. like that's not the time i don't feel like that's the time to prove a point on like an ideological standpoint no. of like oh i don't agree with what you're doing right yeah. so i think it makes you an asshole my problem with this yeah. is that i so much don't care that I don't want this to be a selling point for your show. It makes me not want to watch your show because I don't give a fuck, right? If I'm watching it and I notice there seems to be a shitload of trans people on this show, you know, and I like look it up on the internet and there's someone has written an article and they're like, hey, the, you know, this is like, there's the most trans people in this cast of any show in history. Mm-hmm. Like, well, that's kind of rad, you know, <laughs> that that's like, that they did that. But I don't want that to be a reason that you're like, you should watch this show because we have the most trans people. And if you want to support trans people, excuse me, you should watch the show, you know? And I don't think... That's not what they said, you know, but that's what it seems like they're implying is like if, you know, support the trans community by watching this show. And it's on the like FX network. FX, that's what it yeah. is. Yeah, uh, and I pose. just didn't, I just don't like that, you know, I just don't like that, you know. The only point of contention that I feel and we generally, because we generally agree on this type of deal is 
the only point of contention I reach in like a trans community type of of issue is when you're talking about like people playing in different sports and stuff like that and like combat sports and like shit mm-hmm. like that like that's where we run into an issue you know where i feel like biology matters in this discussion but in an everyday interaction between people and individuals it yeah. it bears no relevance it's on basically anything just that's don't be an happen. asshole no it's only when we're talking about you know what i'm saying where where biology with things where biology could play a factor in this where i'm gonna have any type of issue with what's going on you know past that it's not my fucking business i don't give a shit you mm-hmm. know and i feel like because we don't discuss this in depth very often and so i just after talking to casey about this maybe concerned isn't the right issue but was aware that maybe my and our full views on on this topic were not clear you know like weird and we're not a person that's like fuck you you're a woman don't even call yourself a man because that's bullshit like i'm not we're not those guys, you know? Yeah. It's it's just shit like this that's like, why? You know? The same thing with with when the New York Times did the piece on on going to the moon, you know? Why? Like, why, why does it have yeah. to be like a race issue? Why can't it just be like 50 years ago today, someone stepped on the fucking moon and we put them there, you know? Why does it have to be about how someone else got fucked over who's in, you know what I'm saying, like a mm-hmm. different community? I just don't – I don't like that. I don't like the intersectional promotion of this show. Like That's, it, that's what it is. Yeah, it, it's not relevant to me. It is not relevant and I don't want that to be something that's made relevant, you mm-hmm. know? Like I just don't – I don't want to go watch a – a a show because it has coincidentally or on purpose or whatever if it has the largest trans cast out there i want to watch a show if it's interesting to me you yeah. know the show i think focuses very heavily on like trans issues and stuff like that so it's a it's a big aspect of the show aptly casted and i but once once you go intersectional with it like that i get immediately turned off right. i mean and i'm not gonna i mean i wouldn't watch this show just because it's just not my my gig it's a american drama television show about i think uh what is it, in the 1980s what's it what's it about does it yeah, let's say? see here let's just see what wikipedia says pose is an american drama television series from new york city african-american and latino lgbtq and gender nonconformist ballroom culture scene in the 1980s hey everyone i really hope you're loving this week's episode of salt of the streets podcast well did you know that you can actually get paid just for listening to this podcast i know it sounds crazy but it's true we just discovered this free new app called podcoin and it literally pays you to listen to podcasts here's how it works you listen to podcasts and you earn podcoin while you listen then you turn that podcoin in for gift cards at places like amazon or starbucks or if you're a really good person you can even donate that podcoin to various charities the more you listen the more you earn So here's what you do. Download the app right now on iPhone or Android, and I have a special code just for you. Simply use our code SALTPOD, that's S-A-L-T-P-O-D, SALTPOD, and you'll get 300 PodCoin just for signing up. And if you listen to enough of on there, you can get what I like to get at Starbucks, a nice grande nitro cold brew purely on us. So go ahead and go listen to this podcast right now or virtually any other podcast right now on PodCoin and make sure to sign up with our code SALTPOD, S-A-L-T-P-O-D, SALTPOD. I swear it'll change the way you listen to podcasts. And now back to the show. Ballroom culture. So that, okay, so this is New York City's African-American and Latino LGBTQ and gender nonconformist ballroom culture. 
That's very specific. That's very specific. Um, which is fine. Like that's I'm not like that's fun, but that's you know. So it's, it's very aptly specific. casted show, right? If that's yeah. what it's about, then aptly casted. Yeah. Like I said, I just don't. I don't like that. That's a selling point of what's going on. Mm-hmm. I just because that to me doesn't. Seem yeah, you, you relevant, sell it as you, know? you sell it as a show about you know. Exactly those demographics that we talked about. Just, I'm not going to say it because it's a fucking mouthful. But, you know, you market it as that because that's what it's about. You don't have to brag about the fact that it's got the the biggest trans cast out there. I mean, I would kind right. of assume. But at the end of the day, <laughs> right. I don't necessarily care. If it's got a <laughs> bunch of great actors and actresses in it that play their roles well and make good drama and, you know, which is... I mean, good drama shows, I mean, you have to have very good actors and actresses. I don't necessarily care that they are members of that same community themselves. I I mean, that's great. But I mean, I just don't, I just don't get intersectional with it. I just, I don't need that as a selling point. I ran into a similar issue when they were talking about when uh, Scarlett Johansson didn't get to be in that movie because she wasn't trans. Whatever the yeah. you know whatever the movie was, I don't remember. They're not making it anymore. Yeah. Um, but then also, or ScarJo not being Asian in Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, exactly. Right. So um, when they were casting the new Batgirl and they were like making sure they picked a Jewish girl and like all this shit and it was like a, an uproar and like a whole deal, right? And so that really frustrated me because that doesn't seem relevant to me, right? Because, and this is maybe only an example that only someone who fucking gives a shit about comic books would care about, right? Mm-hmm. But when they cast Ellen Page as Kitty Pride in all these different X-Men movies, Kitty Pride is Jewish. Ellen Page is not Jewish. So that didn't matter 10 years ago that we were casting people who weren't Jewish to play Jewish roles equivalent because they're both comic book characters, right? Regardless of whether Batgirl's going to have her own fucking movie or Ellen Page, Kitty Pride is just a supporting character in several different X-Men movies. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck does it matter? Because 10 years ago, it didn't. Like, so why are we talking about this? You know, that's because of the systematic discrimination, you know what I'm saying? That community. And so it's it just, just, it only makes sense to you if you view the world through intersectional, through an intersectional lens. It's so strange. Like, and I, it, this isn't like a, you know, like, remember the good old days? Like, but it, there's some no. shit that, like, it is not a problem. You know, and it's not just everything doesn't become a problem just because 10 years has gone by and our thinking has grown and we're like, oh, we went to college now. So now we see that this is going to be a problem. We're consuming this. And I don't want to see someone who's not Jewish play a Jewish superhero. You know, why the fuck does it matter? Like, why the fuck does it matter? I just don't. I mean, this is not to undermine the (laughs) legitimate shit show that is Hollywood and how they've been running things for decades, which I think everybody at this point has realized is a massive, disgusting cesspool of, you know, hate and discrimination and power and this whole thing from Harvey Weinstein down to, I don't know, you know, not casting specific people because of their race. Yeah. You know, I mean, fuck. John Wayne did a movie called the Genghis Khan, which is... One of his worst movies ever, yeah, by the yeah. way. But, you know, and one of my favorite John Wayne movies is uh, it's about uh, communist China and stuff like that. And, you know, he plays a white guy, but one of the main, like, elders of this Chinese village is also played by a white guy who's, yeah. like, super, like, 
you know, in today's modern world would seem as like super racist in the way he was like his character was portrayed. You know, yeah. he had the squint eyes and, you know, they colored his skin a different color and all this stuff. It's still a good movie. It doesn't change the fact that it's a good movie. It's to me, it is no different, at least for me, because I don't want to use that I don't see color type of thing. <laughs> yeah. But I don't I don't give a shit about any of that. It I just matter. care about the end product. I don't care that Tom Cruise is an insane fucking Scientologist. Yeah. I still love Tom Cruise movies. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not going to stop it because he's a whack job who I think is insane and part of this super corrupt, disgusting organization. He is crazy. But it, he still makes good movies. I don't yeah. care. You know? And if Pose was up my TV alley, you know, if it wasn't like some, you know, American drama, yeah. which I just don't have a care for, um, there would be nothing to stop me from watching it if it had a fully, you know, trans in real life cast versus a trans on screen cast. If it's a good show, it's a good show. I don't, I don't really care. You know, I, I don't concern myself with the inner workings of the fucked up cesspool that it is Hollywood and how they push their products out. It's a good thing that they made Tropic Thunder when they did because there's no mm. way you could make it now and have Robert Downey Jr. even jokingly play a character who's going to be in blackface the whole movie. Dude, like you, there's no way. There's no fucking way <clears throat> that you could make that because. And it's such a good movie. So let me ask you about this, right? Because I'm not sure how I feel about it, but there was going to be a movie that was going to come out about about liberal people who capture conservative people. And yeah, and start them offing them. them, right? Yeah. yeah. So then they like canceled the release of this movie after the shootings in El Paso and shit. And I've. To like a certain degree can understand why that would be the case. But at the same time, in the same way that I don't think that individual people's rhetoric is like fueling this, I don't mm -hmm. think that this movie is going to, mm -mm. you know, what I'm, then don't see it, you know, like then don't or or I, I don't know, because well, like what are you going to sit on it for a year? You're going to like what? <laughs> yeah, I don't. It looked like a good movie to me. It looked like it like that's a like a good you know, old crappy uh, uh, purge type movie. An you know, just a fucking massive, just slaying movie. You know what I mean? Well, and I didn't realize, we went and saw a movie, and I didn't realize we saw the trailer for that. Mm. And, <clears throat> like, before that happened, obviously. Mm -hmm. And the trailer, to me, didn't deliver that it was liberals hunting conservatives. Like, it just looked like it was people hunting people. It, it wasn't displayed in a way that this is... Your you fucking know. mind's just not intersectional enough I, to see that. Yeah. And You're just so, so naturally discriminatory. Donovan. So when I heard that that was the case, I was like, I don't... What do you mean? I was like, that didn't seem like what was going to happen. But um, <laughs> yeah, I know I'd like to see the movie released. You know, like I said, I understand to a certain degree, mm -hmm. like the, you know, sensitivity or to, to be not. I don't mean like the sensitivity of people. I mean, to be sensitive to people, mm -hmm. you know, so as to not. But I also just don't think that it's that big of a deal personally let me you ask so, you a question yes did you watch dave Chappelle's new stand-up special no but i seen that it was on there <laughs> it's so good um, yeah it's and, so good and i saw a clip from it where he was talking about the crowd and just people's yeah. like, sensitivity and he like how essentially how fans are the worst you know and yeah. like you just it's like well, you guys are assholes yeah. yeah and i thought that was really interesting and i think ben shapiro talked about that a little bit this week then i've been trying to avoid the shapiro um, for for 
a week. Oh, he was talking about it in the realm of the media, though. Like, mm-hmm. the media going back in people's tweet histories and stuff and finding stuff from years and years ago, like Kevin Hart oh, yeah. and Kyle Kashev and stuff like that, that it's, like, getting people, mm-hmm. they're stopping them from getting hosting gigs and, like, going to school in the, you know, in the realm of Kyle Kashev. And I just think that's really weird, you know? When we started this, and I probably talked about this, but when we started this, I went through my Instagram and changed, like, some stuff, you know, some captions and whatever that I had put down there. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I'm not going through my Twitter because it's not worth my time. Like, no. I've said so much shit that could be misinterpreted and just interpreted poorly that I'm not going to bother to go back through it and take everything down, you know? So when the day comes that people really know who we are, we're going to have a whole storm. Like, you're going to have to defend me in the public for, like, probably several months of people just being like, hey, this guy said some racist shit on his Twitter one time. What do you think about that? You know? Your co-host is a fucking bigot. Like, what do you, you know, what do you think? You're like, news fucking flash, dude. Yeah. It's (laughs) going to be a rough couple months where, you know, I'm going to have to be like, listen, 90% of these are song lyrics to rap songs, you fucks. Like, if (laughs) if you type them into Google, you'll see it. But... Yeah, no. There's uh, there's going to be a whole period of time where people are are calling us racist. Just I am so, so opposed to holding people, you know, to the stand. It's what drives me nuts about Shapiro and how he always talks about Bernie Sanders back in like the fucking seventies. Yeah, hanging out and you know, communist Russia and all the shit is like. Does is he that way now? Does he think that way now? That no, I don't care. Then why are we bringing this up? I understand. Okay. Yeah, I can understand he did that in the past, and I will keep that as context in the future. Right. But realistically, I'm not going to judge him for something he did decades ago or even a year ago. If those same views haven't been shared since then, I'm not going to apply them to him now, you know? I mean, and even as far back as a year ago or six months ago, I mean, if there's one thing I've learned from doing this for as long as we've done it, it is very simple and easy to change your opinion on something yeah you discover new information you go oh i was fucking wrong about that right moving on right now i'm glad i know you know it's and you shouldn't judge somebody for something that they didn't know back in the day it's not it's not a thing so this is (laughs) do you oh i'm I'm so this is a great segue so um (laughs) is sean connery still alive do you know Yes. He's just alive. Oh, God. Have I you look now ever it's heard scary. that audio of him and Barbara Walters when she asked him about, like, you know, you said once that it was, like, okay to smack a woman. And he was like, well, yeah, you know, like, if you, you know, if you've told her once and, like, she wants to have the last word and, you know, you don't want to tell her twice or whatever. So, oh, my I, God. Like, have you ever heard that audio of him? W- Wikipedia is um, saying he's alive. He's 89 years old. Jesus Christ. And this That's was what's up. Barbara Walters? Yes. Um, I'm going to see if I can find that. Yeah, she she interviewed him and asked him about, you know. Oh. Yeah, it's just, I, yeah. It's a, there you go. That's I feel like, like I have that. seen this back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, I can't because I got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. It's, when I run voice meter, it yeah. jacks things up. It's worth checking out. But I just That's was so thinking funny. about that. The I don't remember why I was thinking about it. But sometimes it, in the two week that we in the two weeks that we had off was like. How interesting, you know? And people still love Sean Connery. Like, fucked up thing. And everyone I at the time was like, what the fuck? I can't believe he said that. People still love Sean Connery. Still, well, it's you know? that separation of celebrity, man. Yeah. It's like, it, it goes... The lines are so blurred nowadays, it's the hard. The things people will accept from people they love. But yeah, like, know? I love Sean Connery because of his movies. 
right? Because that's, I don't know <laughs> Not Sean because Connery. Of his marital views. <laughs> yeah, like I have no concept of what he is in, you know, in his private life because he doesn't post it on fucking Twitter and Instagram 24-7, you know? Good it's, for him. This is just, it's the old school stars where like you didn't know anything about their lives at all. Maybe you knew like what part of Hollywood they lived or wherever the fuck they're from. Or you knew little bits and pieces, but you just knew them from whatever kind of product that they were in at yeah. the end whether you know same with like rock stars and shit like that and yeah we just have such a different relationship with celebrity nowadays it's you know i fucking love sean connery and i yeah. will not not i mean the rock is a great movie <laughs> so good indiana jones and <gasps> the last crusade there yeah. we go i was like oh god solid i mean all of his shit man he's an amazing actor and has been forever it's like I watched a drunk history once where, and then after this, we're going to go and we're going to hit on the regular show yep. because the fucking Ducks play today, Auburn, 430. Go Beavers. My Uncle Brico, fuck you. My <laughs> Uncle Brico was watching, I don't know if you're still watching, dog, but I'm thinking about you. I'm with everybody out here in Oregon today, 430. Cody is coming over. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to eat some food and then probably um, go to the Mexican place for the second half. There you go. And drink some draft. Beers. See if Carlos will fucking give me a half and half. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> because he probably will. Oh, he totally So, will. saw a drunk history once about Clark Gable, right? Because Clark yes. Gable was a huge actor, and then World War II pops up, and he fucking signs up to join the military and does like a bunch of combat missions, and so then comes Clark back. Gable is a fucking man. Badass, right? And the media is up his ass so bad that he's like, listen, what I'm going to do, I'm going to shave my face on camera. Let you guys check it out, but then you got to fuck off and leave me alone and let me do my shit. Yeah, because he was very famous for his mustache. Yeah. It was so, a big deal back then. Another reason I want to talk about this, uh, last November, when I grow my mustache, right, deep into November, uh, Jordan's stepdad, Leif, his mom, Barb, told me that I looked like Clark Gable. And I was like, that might be the best compliment anyone has ever given me. <laughs> so, Dude. Yeah. I got a Clark Gable. Yeah, I was like, that's what's up. Yeah, and that's that's badass, you know. There's yeah. just, it's a strange it's the same deal with like when we were talking about Neil Armstrong, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just a different caliber of dude. It's a whole nother level of person that's like Oh yeah. No, no, no. I, I was the first person to step on the moon, and I'm gonna be the first person to step on the moon. But don't you put my fucking name on that patch. Don't you put my fucking name on that patch. I'm going to sue my barber for selling my hair and I'm going to make him donate the fucking money. All this shit. Like, it's just, who does that? You yeah. know, who the fuck does that? Like, Different breed of human. It's strange. You they, don't, know? they don't make them like that, like the way they used to anymore. Right. Right. Because people accomplish shit like that all the time, but rarely are they humble like that anymore? You know, yeah. people are humble. They're like, oh no, you know, like every, everyone took a part in this movie. Like, it was a great movie and everyone, everyone took a part. Clark Abel was like, okay, everyone fuck off. Trying to go kill some fucking Nazis, and I want everyone to leave me alone because I just want to do my duty. So I'm gonna shave off this mustache that everyone loves so much, so I can do my own shit, and that's it. Yep. After that, I'm gonna go off, serve my you know? country and the world for a little while, and then I'll be back. Yep, I just think that that's fucking cool. Yeah, you know? I think that's really cool. He's so, got good movies. So I want to thank everyone for joining us today. This was a fantastic pre-show, pre-show number 67 on our Facebook at Salt of the Streets. We have our Instagram at Salt of the Streets. We have our YouTube at Salt of the Streets where you can find this video later next week. Um, 
We have our own personal social medias. They are not private, so I almost said private, but they're not. Personal social medias. I am at Salt of the Street on Twitter and at Alpaca underscore Donovan on Instagram. He is at Big Bird Offy on both of those things. Find everything on saltofthestreets.com. It's all there. We do it all the time. It's fantastic. That's it. Watch out for this episode on Monday. You can find our podcast anywhere that you can find a podcast. YouTube, Salt of the Streets, fucking peep it. Go drink some beers. Go Ducks. What?